Welcome to Dietitian Boss. I'm Libby Rothschild, your host and fellow dietitian. I'm a coach to my fellow female colleagues all around the world. I help you get leads and turn prospective clients into paying customers using online marketing and social media strategies that focus on sales. Hello and welcome. I'm here today with Talene and Sirak. 10 years ago, Talene would wake up feeling lost with her new diagnosis of PCOS. Today, she wakes up to testimonial DMs every morning from hundreds of women she is helping who feel in control of their body again. Talene is a registered dietitian who has PCOS and has biohacked her way into getting her hormones to bounce back after suffering from symptoms like uncontrollable weight gain. After years of trial and error, she learned that going gluten and dairy-free and doing PCOS-friendly workouts really targets the root issues with PCOS weight gain. After she niched down her nutrition practice and attracted her target audience on Instagram, she was able to help thousands of women lose weight with PCOS and manage their symptoms, just like her via the gluten and dairy-free lifestyle. Her husband has now joined her. They produce quality content that breaks down the complicated science behind PCOS weight gain for her followers. Her impact on Instagram has allowed her to grow a multi-six-figure business in one year with a membership site and courses, including one with her husband, Sirak, a PCOS personal trainer. After getting married, they have further scaled the business together by launching a successful podcast, A Sister and Her Mister, which brings her audience into their own lives to see what is what it's like living with PCOS and their marriage. So excited to introduce them onto the episode and their past clients who I worked with privately for a year. Did I miss anything from that introduction, Talene and Sirak? No, that was pretty good. That was perfect. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you for having us today. Yeah. Super excited to have you both. And uh, for those who are listening who might not know who you are, if you could just plug your social media handles and make sure that everybody's able to follow you. Yes, you can follow us at outpcos.weightloss on Instagram. And you can follow our podcast page at a sister dot and dot her dot mister and sister is spelled c y s you made that really hard for them to understand <laughs> just just search a sister and her mister and it'll come up find PCOS weight loss yep so i want to take a moment for those listening who might have you know who might not know Talene or have heard our first episode if you could just give a little bit of a recap more in depth about kind of like your journey Talene maybe like just a couple minutes to make sure we're all up to speed here about your journey with PCOS like if you could just tell us in depth a little bit about your struggle and how you went gluten free and dairy free to you know get the results that you have today sure so About 10 years ago, it was, I was in college and I had PCOS and all of the symptoms of weight gain, acne, mood issues, all of the issues that you could imagine. And the first thing that doctors gave me were birth control. And well, actually beforehand, I was diagnosed with PCOS before college earlier and I took birth control. And then I got off of it when I went to college because I was like, what's happening? Like what's going on with my body? And Mm -hmm. that's when all the symptoms like weight and all these issues started happening that's when I realized I have to investigate this and I found a great naturopathic doctor she recommended going gluten and dairy free but still it was kind of hard because you're in college and it's hard to apply these lifestyle changes because you know you're off on your own for the first time anyways and now you like add on going gluten and dairy free and what have you for PCOS so it was challenging to get to the point where I was managing my symptoms with ease 
But, and I was studying to become a registered dietitian at the same time. So it was even worse because I'm like gaining weight and studying to be a dietitian. Trying to learn about how to reverse these symptoms while fighting the symptoms at the same time. while it's happening. So then by the time I became a dietitian, all the symptoms were under control at first. I figured out the lifestyle change that I needed to make and everything seemed to be under control. And then once I got my license and opened up my practice, it wasn't niche down to PCOS until I found you on Instagram and we worked together and niched it down to PCOS weight loss, gluten and dairy free. And I made a course, my first course, uh, three steps to PCOS weight loss. And then that did really well. We were working to get, we, you know, so much fun, Instagram and everything blowing up. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then I got married and now me and my husband made another course, meal prep and workout for PCOS weight loss. So it's like a, in addition to the three steps course and, and so, it's just been, yeah, it's just like a reflection of my journey mm-hmm. and making it easier for anyone who's in my shoes, which is one in 10 women with PCOS. And what has your process been like for those of you who, you know, check out your social media and see how, you know, great engaging content that now you both make together. If you could talk about your journey with evolving to how you create content now and then having Sirak be, you know, a part of that. Yeah, go ahead, yeah, it's it's been really fun, the content creation for Instagram, because it really brings both of our creative sides out. And it brings it out in different ways, because Talian's better at some things than I am. So like where Talian will like sometimes do the recording herself, and then she'll give me the the content and I'll edit it in my you know, editing program. And then we both get together later to go over it. And like, it's like this great, like teamwork that we do, like we've already like figured out a system. Yeah. And like, it just comes with like, it came first with a little bit of experience. And then like, now like it's seamless. Like we start on a Saturday from the morning and we'll record like four hours of like content or four hours of like production. But that content will last us months because like we've like really, out, yeah, yeah, we've really spread it out and we've all like, we've strategized how to yeah. um, direct it. Exactly. Super inspirational. And that's an amazing way to make content, right? To batch produce and then be able to repurpose that content to use in in multiple forms or mediums. I do want to back up though, for if you could talk a little bit about how did Sirak become a part of this journey? Like how did that happen? And what has that been like? I feel like for the listeners who are able to see that, they might not know like some of the behind the scenes of how that came to fruition now versus I would say even six or months ago, right? Maybe even six or eight months ago. Yeah. I mean, I feel like we knew it the moment we met. Yeah. I mean, the moment we met, I didn't have the business plan. No, I know. The moment I started the business and it started rolling, Mm -hmm. I knew that eventually yeah (laughs) well like what i mean by that is like when we met we were both into like the gluten-free lifestyle and like we were both into the health stuff and then once you started your business like we always like talked about it about how to grow it like we always had this like one mind somehow yeah and you sirak he's really into working out and i wasn't (laughs) especially like when we first met it's not my forte so he's really like knowledgeable about working out different styles of workouts. And I told him how like, I can't do the intense workouts. And he basically like designed this form of working out for PCOS, like slower motions and taking it easy and taking 60 second breaks between sets and things like that, that really gave results and yeah. helped strengthen. But like, yeah, to go back to your specific question, I think it really started though, like when we first got married and a month in, yes. Talin was like, Sirak, I need your help. <laughs> like, 
not just yeah. like you know like because I, I would help here and there but like not like you know dedicate my time right. but like back in like i would say like july yes. yeah it's july time was like no like i think you need to stop everything yeah <laughs> so like your other hobbies aside yeah oh, and no. I mean, not that you put everything aside, but like you need to make some time for this because we need, we can grow faster if yeah. we like join and yeah. our heads combined <laughs> creativity. You know? mm-hmm. So what you're saying is that the evolution of you being more prominent in the company, both on the the back end with actually being in the course content, that's the part of the offer, and then the front end, like the marketing, that came about because Talene just asked. She said, "I would like some help," and then you said, "Yes." Is that kind of like how that evolved? Yeah, the back end evolved. Yeah, that. well, like the communication like, aspect. Like, I think when Talin just told me how much like she needed help in these areas, yeah. like it gave me like this like, all right, I have some things to do. Whereas before, like I was just watching her do it, and I was like, man, she's so good. Because I remember when when she was doing so good, like before I joined, like I was like, man, I wish I could like have this passion like she does. Like with like I see it in her face as she does her recordings and stuff, and I'm like. When she told me she needed help, I was like, oh my God, I really want to help. Now I know exactly how to help. Yeah. So I think like telling, telling me how to help yeah. was like the biggest factor, like her communicating that to me. That's really powerful. A video mm-hmm. edit like in a day. Like, I don't know yeah. how long it took you, but like you sat there and you learned like the ins and outs of like very complicated video editing. Yeah. Like that's the thing, like a month in telling asking that, I started to just watch her and like I noticed like, she was doing video editing, but she was getting really frustrated with it. Yeah. And like, which I, I understand because she was doing, you were doing so many things at once, yeah. like emails and Instagram, and then now video editing. The sisterhood. Yeah, content. exactly. So like, I think when she passed down the video editing to me and I got really good at it, then we like decided, okay, what are you really good at? And what am I really good at? And then basically that allowed both of us to like really excel at what we're good at each. It's incredible to be able to have that dynamic and that relationship and communication. And what I love most about that story, I love that entire story, is telling <laughs> how you were able to ask for help. Like, I'm really impressed. You know, a lot of women yeah. struggle with asking for help. And you were just like, Sidorak, like, you know, I need this. And then look at how this has evolved. You've evolved to have your own channel together as a podcast. You're a part of the content and, and you know, a big part of the business. And it, mm-hmm. as it, it's been because Talene was just clear, right? I completely agree. Like I can see the hold up with anyone who's an entrepreneur and like thinks that they can do every single thing on their own. Cause you really can't like, you have to start, you know, looking around and seeing other people with better skills at something than you have at that thing and getting them on the team. And then you'll grow faster. Like you're not perfect at every single thing. Yeah. And like, it's hard to get the help if you don't explain to the people around you that you need it. Like if you have a husband or a wife, like whichever situation you're you're in, if you want somebody to join you, you got to kind of like tell them so they know before they just jump in. Or yeah. like they don't know if you need help. Yeah. And then you might feel like they're jumping in without you asking, even though you need their help. Like there could be some type of like <laughs> issue with that. Yeah. Yeah. 
And it's all solved in communication, right? So that first step mm-hmm. is like saying, you know, asking, and then it's like following up with the communication. And, and I love that you're super clear uh, from what I know from conversations with you both is Talleen knows what her genius zone is. And then Sirak, you're able yeah. to identify what you're good at. Yeah. And then you're able to complement and combine that. So many people are not able to do that. Uh, yeah, so many totally. people can't even identify what they're good at. So the fact that you've both identified that and then you work in unison is like, it's obviously like working really well. So it's really inspiring. Yeah. yeah. And we're still, we're still evolving and learning yeah. what we're each good at and stuff. Like, like it, it's always growing. So that's the, that's yeah. the fun part. It's, it's always about like, I've, I didn't know a lot about myself before starting this. Like I didn't know how creative I could be. You didn't know how creative you could be. Yeah. I didn't know a lot, like how to edit this, that once you stop, putting up walls and judging yourself and saying like, I'm too shy to go on Instagram. So I'm too embarrassed to do a live. Like, I don't know how to edit this. And that once you get over all of those and just say like, well, let me just do something. Let me try this. Let mm-hmm. me just like learn something new and have an open mind. There's no end to like all of the skills you can have. Mm-hmm. That's so beautiful. And that's a really important lesson that a lot of people can't break through and true i would say at every level right so like true the beginning and true when you're kicking off and then true level level. every level you're like i don't know i don't know how to do this yeah you like hold yourself back you know Mm -hmm. and so what have been some of your like biggest i guess struggles together or one of the struggle with working together since i i know that the communication has been able to help you complement each other what have you noticed that has been like kind of tricky Mm. Well, do you want to just go first or shit? I don't know. I <laughs> no, there's been, to be honest, it's been very smooth. Like there's been only like a couple of hiccups in the beginning where maybe like since Talian was doing so many things in the back end mm. that like she couldn't engage on Instagram. But then at the same time, I'm at work, like at my engineering job. So I couldn't you know, help yeah. engage. But then like we wouldn't really clearly communicate that because, you know, sometimes you just get busy all of a yeah. sudden. Yeah. You don't have time to tell someone, hey, can you just help me out here? So that's something that now we've like resolved. And like we have like time frames where like she'll do some of the engagement and then I'll do some of the engagement. And like that way we don't get overwhelmed. And like we're really answering to each person's like question and like not overlooking anybody's like needs. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah, see, that's all about like, and so am I, but I kind of, I'm kind of like in a oh, here's, the, here's the thing, like this is like one of the things that we were talking about, like t- I'm very emotional. I have emotional reactions to things way more. Talent is more calm and collected. Like she'll like look at something and like have a reaction. Like a minute later, she'll like, you know, process it. But like that gives me an advantage in like with, with engagement because like, I, I feel like I can really like, like I really, when I read comments and stuff, like he passionately replies to because me. I really like want the person to yeah. know, like, hey, I read your comment and I really want to help yeah. you, and here is my suggestion to help you. Instead of being like, Natalia never does this, but like, yeah. instead of like, you know, you're so overwhelmed that you just answering like one or two sentences. See, that yeah. puts like a whole paragraph, yeah, always like, yeah. emojis and like just so that person feels really connected to us. And I think that's important in business that you feel connected yeah. to your audience and they feel like you're their friend you know yeah and that was like one of the biggest motivations for the for the podcast was like create this like the platform to like expand or reach the audience because like many times like we can only show ourselves on instagram and like stories and stuff and like i'm sure you know they'd be like you don't really get to show yourself like and like i'm sure on your podcast you can talk more and explain yourself better 
Yeah, the longer form content lends to like deeper conversations and dialogue, which is a really great way to build the know, like, and trust, help you with your visibility, solve problems, be a resource, and then also, you know, sell your services, market and sell. Uh, so it's, yeah. it's a great I- expansion or extension, you know, if you want to do another social platform for, for the listeners. But I will say I don't suggest that you move on to a podcast until you have a grasp of your first yeah. uh, lead source, which you obviously clearly do. So it's, mm-hmm. it's amazing to see your progression in the company and how you've been able to use podcasting to extend that conversation after you've been able to dominate Instagram. So right. it's really great. And yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a great way to have those, those deeper connections because even if you go on let's say stories are alive, it's not quite the same as being able to have mm-hmm. an episode and then have it, you know, saved. And even alive can have some, some time of, of, of a similar connection, but then you can't, it's kind of harder to save and listen to later the way that a podcast is created. So it's just a different, yeah. different medium of communication yeah. and content. And with like a podcast, you get experience and you get, you're not as shy and you can just like talk and talk and like people get to see like what you like what's your favorite color what like you know like what do you do on the day yeah Yeah. just chat like having tea and sitting there like yammering about Mm -hmm. a little bit about us and then the rest is like education that's like the funnest content now yeah 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 and and you're go ahead I was going to say as a lifestyle, like, would you say that you've evolved to more of like a lifestyle brand? So having these conversations about who you are and what you do and how you feel in a part of your day is a big part of how you promote and market and sell yourself. So it's important that even though we're evolving into a lifestyle brand, that we stick to our niche, Mm -hmm. which is gluten and dairy-free weight loss. And I found that like, yes, sometimes people, I mean, I think people do want to see other things like what hormone friendly products I use or skincare regimen and this and that. And like, sometimes I sprinkle that in, but I, I try not to make my Instagram stories specifically or posts at all about other things than gluten and dairy free PCOS weight loss, because it's important to make that niche really strong. Cause once you're trying to sell a course or something, your audience is you know, coming to you as the expert for that thing and not like multiple things with PCOS. Yeah. So that focus has helped you market and sell like a boss, right? Right. (laughs) It's great. Yeah. Yeah. Having that clear focus. So people know what they are going to get when they come to you or that they know that you're going to help them solve a specific problem. Even if you have a a unique style about it and you, you know, involve your husband, it's still a way for you to be clear what the outcome is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's great. And I really, really agree with what you said earlier about first having an audience in one platform before creating a podcast. Because having like when we made the podcast, we had about like fifty thousand followers, and that made it so much easier. Like when we learned how to create the podcast and create the the podcast feed, the number one recommendation was like build a subscriber list, build a first a following, or else your podcast isn't gonna. Um, like we didn't even have to worry about that because immediately we had like thousands of listeners right away. So nice. yeah, like that's, that would be my number one, like thing to people is first grow some sort of email subscriber list or totally. have an audience in, in a platform. Yeah. And I, I think that's, I'm really glad you said that because a lot of the listeners, a lot of dietitians love to do all the things and they're like, Oh, I'll do this platform and that, yes. but they haven't really mastered one yet. So if, for those of you listening, you might be thinking, oh my goodness, how do you even get those uh, so subscribers and loyal fans to be able to create a second platform? So now we're going to have to back it up just for a moment. And if you could talk a little bit about how you've been able to create such a strong following and solve problems, like how has that been able, if we just take it back a step? 
Yeah, I mean, it all started when we had that one meeting, niching down, when you convinced me that PCOS wasn't enough of a niche and I needed to niche down to weight loss and then niche down to gluten and dairy-free. Which, by the way, not to take credit away from you, Libby, but I was telling this to Tali the whole time. <laughs> I think you, you, you like, convinced her because I was telling her, Tali, why aren't you doing, number one, your passion, which is PCOS. Yeah. Two, like, I did some business before in the past, like, selling some, like, products, and I knew the number one rule is, you have to niche down or else yeah. you have a general audience. And if you're competing with Walmart, why why would they come to you if you're selling the same product yeah. as them? So, <laughs> Yeah, no, it's true. And it's hard as a dietitian sometimes because you don't want to niche down because it doesn't make sense. You want to like help, help everyone. everyone. You want to have a practice where everyone comes to you for nutritional health and help and I don't know. I It's so much easier when you niche down. Like, I can't even believe I had any resistance to it. It's just, you have, you, it's mm -hmm. something I'm passionate about. All I do is like read books about PCOS and learn more. I can't imagine if I had the responsibility of all disease states on my shoulder yeah. in my practice. And that's what yeah. really helped with the Instagram growing is that Tallinn really focuses on the content that's specific to what she praises, which is gluten and dairy-free for PCOS. I like live it. Yeah. Right. And whenever we put that into like posts or stories and like people resonate so much more that they always comment with positive vibes in the comment section, or it always results in more followers. Like we always like see like whenever we're more specific, the those days like we have the most growth in followers. Yeah. yeah. But when the post is most specific to yeah. weight loss and you say gluten and dairy free. Whereas, like, whenever we make it general, like, those just, like, get overseen and, like, have the least likes and, like, stuff like yep. that. Yep. So, a specific content strategy focused on your niche has helped you grow the following, which then has helped you come out with a second platform. And in all of that growth, been able to bring Sirac in the company to have both yes. strategy in the back end and then also be a part of the marketing, like, front end of the company and its growth if I got that correct. Mm -hmm. Okay. Just yeah, want to make sure yeah. I'm painting a picture for everybody who might not have been following you or know your story from the beginning. It's really nice to kind of like walk us through, uh, paint the picture of the journey. Really incredible. I wanted to ask a little bit if, if we could talk about whether it's your offer or your process about how you've been able to grow um, to a multi six figure business in a year with your membership site courses. Can you just like tell us, give us some inspiration about how that's been able to happen? Yeah. I mean, after you niche down and you think of what your audience really wants, which for me, like, you know, they want to understand how to lose weight, how to go gluten and dairy free. So the first course I came out with was three steps to PCOS weight loss, and it really broke it down for them. And then after that did well, I thought to myself, or actually you told me to start a membership site. And I was like, oh, I don't know. Will people stay? Will people be interested in this? Whatever. But of course, they were interested because this is a lifestyle. This is a way of living, you know, and people need support and they, they want to learn. And so I put a bunch of resources that are that relate to my journey and lots of research, you know, intertwined in these like articles that I have in there to help people learn more about an alternative to birth control as a solution for PCOS. And so I, you know, I give as much resources as possible. And then each month they can receive something new, like a, a new recipe, you know, each. Mm -hmm. So every week there's something new, a new recipe, a new workout video, a new Q&A. Yeah. yeah. 
And a sisterhood story, like a testimonial. Yeah. You yep. have like deliverables for yep. each one that kind of help you create the content so it always right. grows. Exactly. And so then you, we sell through Instagram story. Yeah. So you've got the back end of the membership clear, and then you've got the course, which was where you started. And so how have you, I guess, since there's clarity in the offers that you have, growing to a multi-six-figure business in a year is, is a huge achievement. And so you're attributing that towards your marketing. Is that correct? Like 100% or somewhere around there towards your ability to market on primarily Instagram. I know now you've got podcasting, but yeah. that's really oh, how yeah. you've been able to primarily do it. Primarily Instagram. And then it was able, I was able to branch out into podcasting, but the yeah. multi-six-figure. But yeah, I think it's your marketing on Instagram that yeah. really helps you get the members because your stories and your like the way you promote it is really the magic of how you yeah because i show them me mm -hmm. living it for like days and days and days weeks and weeks before i sell anything to them like this is me i gluten and dairy free registered dietitian and then when i sell them something they can trust me yeah and it does well because every single day we post something mm -hmm. and it's about the gluten and dairy free lifestyle for pcos weight loss and so when we came out with the meal prep and workout course together, it was a reflection of the Instagram stories I was doing of me cooking. And they really liked like the style I was posting. Like it wasn't just this one long like video of me cooking and like, you know, next, 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 you got like bored of watching. It was like small clips where people were engaged and it was funny and it was cute. And then we launched the course mm -hmm. and they're like, yeah, like this girl, she cooks. Like I've been watching her cook every night. So it just made sense value first and then asking for a sale and then readjusting that process each time so that you have higher revenue or higher sales for the offer. Would you say that that's part of the strategy? Right. Yeah. And another thing is like what helps with the maintaining a six for your business is like the subscriptions is like your stable income from month to month. Yep. And then your courses is where you hope to make a big impact and like, you know, uh, make the most you can. Yeah. So multiple revenue streams that are scalable that you can, you know, use stories and posts to drive traffic and you can track that and then mm -hmm. modify it each time when you're doing the, you know, focusing on the value and the content and not so much the call to action and the selling so that you're working and building them up to when you mm -hmm. are selling. And they, you're kind of like, it sounds like you really strategically map out how you know you're going to transition them from building that value to then asking for that sale. And you have somewhat of a formula that you've been able to repeat and tweak with some time. Yeah, I have to say it's only been a year-ish and a few months. And it was like a really, it was a learning process the whole time to like decide so, that like, well, this is how we do things. Like it literally like happened in a year. Like towards yeah. the end of the year, I was like, I guess this is my membership. career and this is my membership. Yeah. And this is what I do every day. Like sometimes I'm like confused. I'm like, goes by so fast. I don't know what I'm doing today. And then the day's over. There was like so many things to do. And how, how does it feel like having this type of success and being able to share it with your husband? Oh, it's so, it's so fulfilling. It's like, I'm so happy that we can be creative together and like we're open to each other's ideas. And then that makes it so much more fun and fulfilling and has more impact because it's such quality content. And then people are like actually changing, we're changing their lives. Yeah. And, and then we're like so much more mo motivated to do it again yeah. and again. Like I've been working 10 years as an engineer in the nuclear industry 
and not a single project has been as fulfilling as like one week working with Tali. Like, that is so sweet. And it's not even just like the, the like it's not even the money. It's like when we get the testimonials and like yeah. people just send comments without us even like asking them how they're doing. They just send us like messages saying like, oh my God, I feel so much better. Like we're pregnant yeah. or like this. I don't have anxiety anymore. My weight's down. But it's like we like, we like changed our lives and it's just yeah. like, it's, it's crazy. Social media is just insane. Like you have no idea until you like jump in how incredible your impact can be when you learn how to use social media. It's unlike Absolutely. anything of any other generation we've ever, like our parents, our grandparents, like this is so different. Absolutely. And then, and then I love also Sirach's reference to after you've been able to master the Instagram, how easy and seamless it is to, even though every platform has their nuances, to translate your clear message onto another medium to then increase that visibility as well. Uh, so yeah. it's, new challenges with growth but also it's it's you know wonderful to see that that you're able yeah. to increase you, like master like a, like a platform like instagram it's very easy to repurpose your content to the other platform like right now we're on tiktok too we just started tiktok maybe less than a month ago and like we're in the thousands of followers already Amazing. and we, we've barely promoted it from instagram it's just okay. like it's been growing organically on its own and it's all the content from instagram that i'm just repurposing for that incredible so smart to have that strategy to know what works you know to have that be a system and then to repeat it and and see the results from it it's incredible so what is is everything oh yeah but repurposing is repurposing is also everything when you have something that works so i think the issue with a lot of listeners is getting something that works and so now they can look to you to say oh wow it works for them and now that's what they can do and look forward to so it's just a new level of growth that um, is really inspiring for for entrepreneurs and and dietitians to see as possible um, all from using instagram and social media yeah. Like we took one video from Instagram that had, that did amazing. It had like 30k views. We put that on TikTok. Now it has like 150,000 views on TikTok. Wow. So it's amazing. It's it's surprising. Yeah, incredible. So as we wrap up here, I just wanted to ask, what is uh, in store for the future? Any kind of fun updates or announcements, or do we all have to kind of just wait at the you know uh, you know wait and see what you're going to um, make public? Well, for now, the sisterhood is available for, you know, memberships for people to join. And then eventually we'll be relaunching our course meal prep and workout for pieces of sleep. Yeah. Sorry, I started a little bit. And <laughs> what about big goals? Like, you know, are you able to share anything outside of just the regular kind of like what you do in the company? What are some of the like medium or longer term goals? Well, we have like an end of year goal that's like, we're, we want to like triple our income from last year. And that's our, our goal is to kind of like triple that and like uh, meet it by the end of the year. And like, we're going to see how that is. And like the big goal for this year, the big action item is can Sirach quit his job really? <laughs> yeah. That all, that all biggest depends, question. Yeah, that all depends if the business grows as like consistently consistent, as it has been. So tri- tripling our income is like one thing we wanted to do. And yeah, like, there's no other real big surprises. It's just, you know, like keeping disciplined, consistent, and just like yeah. keeping your eye on the game because there's that law of diminishing returns, you know? You're What's just, that? It's, whenever you get good results, it doesn't feel as rewarding every um, week after week after a while. You yeah. get sick of it, even if it's still good results, but like it's all about discipline and just 
keep on you going. Know, yeah. Sticking, like even if things aren't going as planned, like sticking to consistency, posting every day, making sure you show up on stories, like no matter what, even if you're not in the mood, it doesn't matter. Like do it for five seconds. It's so worth it. Yeah. Love that. Thank you so much for sharing your inspiring journey and talking about working together and the evolution of the company and all of the exciting updates. Any other like, final things that you want to leave the uh, listeners with today? Well, follow us at PCOS.WeightLoss and listen to our podcast, A Sister and Her Mister. Excellent. Thank you for listening. The next step to continue pursuing your journey includes applying to my next group program. You can find that on my website under group coaching and apply. You can also grab my free workbook. Also listen on my website and go through the exercises so that you can get more clear with your marketing plan, which is going to help you get one step closer to creating the money and impact that you deserve.